Hey there, brothers and sisters. This is Brother Dell of Gospel of Repentance Ministries. Remember the theme, Matthew chapter 4, verse 4. Man cannot live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. I love that. So thank you once again for tuning in. And what I want to talk about in this episode is I want to talk about a particular gift that we have been granted by God and that gift is not a gift that we would rather accept or have but it comes with I would say the package or the the deal or the gift of salvation and that is suffering suffering now you're probably scratching your head and, and pondering and considering what I'm saying right now and saying okay Dale how in the world is suffering a gift why in the world would God give us a gift of suffering? Suffering is always negative. It deals with pain and anguish and disappointment and hurt and letdown and shock and betrayal and all those negative things. And you're right. Uh, suffering encompasses all those uh, negative uh, scenarios and, and much more. However, it is part of the cup that we as Christians on this earth must drink we have to be willing to suffer for the sake of the Lord uh, Jesus Christ and we will if we're faithful to him but if we bow out and turn the other way then it would prove that that individual was not really saved to begin with they were there only to perhaps receive uh, blessings from God, positive things, uh, nice things, but when the good times ran out, so did they, proving that they were not truly born again. Remember what John chapter, first John rather, chapter 2 verse 19 says, it says, they went out from us because they were not really of us. Uh, if they were really of us, they would, they would have remained with us, but they went out of us so that it, it could be made manifest that they were not truly of us. So John, the apostle, is saying those who do not remain in the truth were not really uh, children of God to begin with. They masqueraded as if they were. But like I said, when the good times ran out and the suffering came in, they decided to uh, jump ship and go to what they believe are greener pastures, something that's easy, something that's comfortable. And for them unfortunately something that is a lie at any rate suffering is a gift it is not one that we can take or leave if we have accepted the Lord Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior then suffering is a byproduct of the Christian life we cannot get away from it now the degree of suffering that a person undergoes depends upon what God has laid out for for that individual for Paul, he suffered the loss of all things, he said. I mean, we read of him suffering probably like hardly no other apostle or person in history. I mean, Jesus Christ notwithstanding. So, I mean, because Jesus Christ died for the sins of the entire world, no one else could ever uh, qualify to shoulder that um, incalculable burden that he did. But Paul uh, 
you know, as a human being, suffered very, very, very tremendously uh, for his um, faithfulness to God. As a matter of fact, when we read Acts chapter 9, it talks about that Paul was a chosen vessel of Jesus Christ to bear his name among the Gentiles and kings and throughout Israel. And Jesus is speaking to one of his disciples by the name of Ananias in that chapter. And he is saying to Ananias, he says, I must show him what great things he must suffer for my name's sake. Must is an imperative, which means it was not an option. Paul was going to go through the worst of human suffering that uh, was possible or, or that which which God had allotted to him. I mean, he had to drink a very bitter cup. And Paul himself says, he says, with much striving and tribulations, we must enter into the kingdom of God. And that's this is not a popular message. I know that I'm speaking and this is not what you generally hear from the pulpit about the uh, the Christian life that is that it's it can be a life of a tremendous anguish and a life of tremendous pain and a life of tremendous disappointment and loss and betrayal and so many other uh, hurtful things this is not the message that we want to hear this is not the message that we want to discuss but we have to keep our sights uh, clear uh, ladies and gentlemen we have to remember what Christ had to undergo to secure our salvation and to deliver us from uh, darkness and translate us into his marvelous light. So without further ado, I want to read a few passages of scripture to bolster and to support what I'm saying regarding suffering being a gift. Jesus in John chapter 16 himself said this. He says, I'm looking at the last verse in that chapter uh, verse 33 says these things I've spoken unto you that you might have peace in the world you shall have tribulation but be of good cheer I have overcome the world so tribulation is um, is, a, is a promise it's like, once again it's not one that we rather have because who wants to deal with negativity in their life but it is part of the cup that we must drink and that and that and, and in our Christian experience we should expect and be prepared for negative consequences in our life let me give you an example of one that would be very very hard to deal with say for instance you have um, a husband and a wife alright and they both they're married but they're both unconverted they're both still uh, unsaved they're in their sins and the husband decides or rather he comes to faith in Jesus Christ once the gospel is preached to him and he repents of his sins and he confesses Jesus as Lord and his Savior and he begins to live a life of uh, righteousness and he starts to um, grow in his uh, sanctification well his wife she has remained unconverted and she hates Christians and she hates God. She hates the Bible. She blasphemes. She curses God because she thinks God is unfair. Maybe perhaps in her life she was a church going woman and she, her mother, 
say for instance, uh, became terminally ill, maybe had cancer, and she prayed for her mother to get well, and her mother did not, and she ended up dying. And so now the daughter, which is now the unconverted wife, has turned her back on God and is shaking her fist at God every single day because in her mind's eye, God let her down and did not hear her prayer and let her mother die of this um, terrible disease. So she figures God is either not real or if he is real, he is unloving. So she has a history with God that is negative in her estimation. So she remains unconverted. Here's the point I'm trying to make. Uh, there's the fact that you're dealing with light and darkness in a marriage can be so severe and so strained and so intense that it could lead to a divorce. It could lead to a divorce. I mean, so that is some of the suffering that a converted person can go through. I mean, it could destroy the most intimate and closest of relationship. And we have to be willing to endure that type of suffering possibly for the sake of Jesus Christ. Now, I ask you, do you believe that uh, your relationship to God is that important that you're willing to forsake all other relationships if necessary to hold on to him? Because if you turn away, then it, it's, it's proof positive that you were never really in the faith at all. Because when the good times stopped or the good times ran out, you ran out as well and you turned your back on the Lord and you've decided that this Christian life is not what you wanted in the first place because you did just like the disciples did or the would-be disciples did in John chapter 6 when Jesus was saying to them what they, what they needed to do in order to follow him. He said, you have to eat my flesh and drink my blood. And now, of course, they took that literally and they became offended by what he was saying, thinking that he was promoting cannibalism. And um, I mean, as we would call maybe today, vampirism, drinking his blood. I'm like, that's, that's a gross picture. That's crass. That's offensive, but that's not what Jesus was literally saying. I mean, he was saying that, I mean, if you're going to follow me, you have to believe in me. You have to uh, attach yourself to me. You have to follow me and you have to do whatever it takes to get to me. And so when the would-be disciples heard that, they were offended and they turned their backs on him and they walked away and they did not, and they did not follow him anymore. So they were masquerading as true followers but they really were not here's another passage that deals with suffering as a gift it's in the book of Philippians and it's chapter 1 and we're going to go to verse 29 all right this is what it says it says for unto you it is given in the behalf of Christ not only to believe on him but also to suffer for his sake this is Paul talking to the church at Philippi. Now notice what he says here. He's talking about actually two gifts in this 29th verse. The first gift is the gift of believing. God grants us the gift to believe on him for our salvation. But also he says there is a second gift and that gift is the gift of suffering. Okay? So I'm not just not I'm, I'm not just making it up. Suffering is indeed a gift. Uh, we looked at it in John chapter 16, verse 33, just a moment ago. And now here it is in Philippians chapter one, verse 
29. And there are other uh, scripture passages that deal also with the um, with suffering as a gift, and that um, that is our lot. That is the cup that we all must drink, either to a small or medium or very large degree in our lives. And I know that is something that it's unpopular. We rather not discuss it. We rather not talk about it. We don't want to accept suffering as a gift, but. Ladies and gentlemen, I mean, we've had it pretty good here in the United States of America, but the things that we see now and the way the things are now, you need to get prepared and get ready because it's not going to always remain this way. It's going to get worse for us as Christians because the world looks looks at us as unloving and tolerant and just plain out, um, out of our minds and insensitive and they don't believe that people could be like that I mean because we're we're intolerant of things like uh, homosexuality we're intolerant of things uh, like lesbianism Uh, we don't support what a lot of people support I mean because we live in what we call a postmodern society and we live in a also a society that is uh, relativistic in other words truth is relative there is no absolute truth in the minds of a lot of people because Biblical truth is too narrow-minded, and and because of that, they have decided. Uh, most people have decided. Okay, I'm going to uh, distrust the Bible. I'm going to uh, dismiss it. I'm going to act like it doesn't exist, because if we embrace that type of truth, then we have to conform to it. We have to stop doing the things that we like to do, and do what God has commanded us to do. And, and most people are unwilling to do that because it cramps their corrupt lifestyle, and but those of us who are believers know we have to walk a, um, a tight, narrow road, which leads to life in peace. And, and because we are a square that can't fit into a circle, we are going to be the outsiders. We're going to be the off-scouring of the world. We're going to be the scum of the earth. And people believe because of that work, we can be dumped on. We can be ridiculed. We can be talked about. And most, and even more uh, offensively, defame and mock God and, and the Jesus that we serve. But they're going to do that to their own destruction and to their own hurt. So that's all I wanted to talk about regarding suffering. Once again, it is a gift. It is, like I said, it is, it is not a gift that we rather have, but it is a gift nonetheless. Praise God for you listening. God bless you. Until next time. Brother Dell of Gospel Repentance Ministries. Hey, listen, if you are a podcaster such as I am, or you're looking to start a podcast show, then look no further. Anchor.fm is your one stop shop and your all in solution for everything podcast related. Let me explain to you why. First of all, Anchor.fm is absolutely free to join. 
that's the number one benefit. Uh, number two, it will broadcast your show through multiple platforms such as iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Google Playlist, Spotify, and many, many more. And also, it is a way for you to get sponsors. You can get paid for what you do and for what you love. What could be better than that? Nothing. So how do you join? I'm glad you asked me. This is what you need to do. Simply go to anchor.fm, register today. Once again, it's absolutely free. And also download the Anchor app on your Android or iPhone device so that you can manage your podcast show on the go. It is clean. It is seamless. It is crisp. And it is absolutely fantastic. Get signed up today. You'll be glad you did. Take care. Once again, you're on with Brother Dale of Gospel of Repentance Ministries. God bless you for tuning in. And don't forget the theme, of course, Matthew chapter 4, verse 4. Man cannot live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. Hey, what I want to do is I want to do a part two to the... uh, subject of the gift of suffering I decided after I finished that episode the gift of suffering which we'll call part one that I needed to give it a second treatment of course doing two podcasts on this uh, subject by no means exhausts the matter but what I wanted to do is like I said give it a part two a second treatment if you would so that for those of you who may be still um, kind of queasy about the idea of suffering being a gift you can conduct your own research but perhaps to give you a jump start what I want to do is give you some passages of scripture more passages in addition to what I gave you in in part one of this subject to Perhaps propel you and launch you to do your own research in this regard okay so without further ado let's go over some Bible passages dealing with this gift of suffering and once again it is a gift that we as Christians if we're honest would rather not have so let's begin with 2nd Timothy chapter 2 And I'm going to look at verse 10. It says, this is uh, Paul speaking to his young son in the faith, Timothy. He says, therefore, I endure all things for the elect's sake, that they may also obtain the salvation which is in Christ Jesus with eternal glory. Oftentimes the word endure is a synonym for the word suffer. So Paul is laboring uh, in faith and going through whatever it takes, whatever pains, whatever tribulations, whatever trials that he has to go through to make sure that the elect obtains the salvation which is in Christ Jesus with eternal glory. Uh, 2 Timothy 
chapter 2, uh, same chapter, we're going to go with verse 12. And this is what he says. He says, if we suffer, we shall also reign with him. If we deny him, he will also deny us. So once again, that suffering is a gift. Remember what uh, the passage of scripture that I mentioned to you in the first part of this um, many, many series, uh, Philippians chapter 1, verse 29. Let's travel over there real quick by way of a review. Philippians chapter 1 and verse 29. This is what it says. For unto you it is given, remember, given in the behalf of Christ, not only to believe on him, but also, uh, or in addition to, to suffer for his sake. All right. So that once again proves that suffering is indeed a gift from God. I wasn't going to mention this one, but uh, another review passage I think is very, very key. Let's go to Acts chapter 9. Okay. And we're going to start with verse, I believe it's, uh, I believe it's 16. Now, once again, the backdrop of this uh, scenario is there's a disciple by the name of Ananias and he appears uh, the Lord Jesus appears to uh, Ananias and he says this Ananias and he said behold I am here Lord and the Lord said unto him arise go into the street which is called straight and inquire in the house of Judas for one called Saul of Tarsus now this is obviously this is not Judas Iscariot because he's already dead by this time and this is another Judas for behold he prays and he has seen in a vision a man named Ananias coming in and putting his hand on him that he might receive his sight. Once again, Acts chapter 9, I'm at verse 13. Then Ananias answered said, Lord, I have heard by many of this man how much evil he has done to your saints at Jerusalem. And he has authority from the chief priest to bind all that call on your name. But the Lord said unto him, go your way for he is a chosen vessel unto me to bear my name before the Gentiles and kings and the children of Israel for I will show him how great things he must suffer for my name's sake and once again that last verse of uh, chapter 9 that I read is verse 16 so the Lord is talking to one of his uh, disciples by the name of Ananias and telling him that go ahead and go to the street called straight and lay hands on Paul that he might receive his sight. For those of you who may not be aware, Paul was on the Damascus road and he had been given authority by the chief priests to haul Christians into prison and even have them killed. And while he was on his journey, a great light shone from heaven and knocked him off of his horse and pretty much plunged him to the dirt and he was blinded by that um, tremendous experience and Jesus out of heaven actually spoke to him if you read earlier in the chapter it says here actually chapter 9 of Acts once again in verse 4 
Jesus says, Saul, Saul, why persecutest thou me? And then Paul replies and said, who are you, Lord? And the Lord said, I am Jesus whom you persecutest. It is hard for thee to kick against the pricks. And he trembling and astonished said, Lord, what will you have me to do? And the Lord said unto him, arise and go into the city and it shall be told there what you must do. What he must do, because once again, um, Jesus said to Ananias that Paul was a chosen vessel. Now, the interesting thing about that is at the time that uh, the Lord told Ananias that Paul did not know that he was called of God to preach the gospel to the Gentiles. But remember, if when we, if we understand the whole, once again, doctrine of predestination, I'm, and I'm kind of getting off the point, but I want to bring this up. Uh, predestination it talks about us being chosen before the foundation of the world in Ephesians chapter 1 verse 4 that's another subject but that is how, that, that is how everybody that God has decided to use he, he's, he had predetermined that he would uh, use them and save them before the foundation of the world so okay so anyway let's continue reading about uh, suffering so I'm going to go to Romans chapter uh, 8 and we're going to read verse 18 Romans chapter 8 verse 18 and it says this it says for I reckon that the sufferings of this present time are not worthy to be compared with the glory which shall be revealed in us that is a wonderful uh, Bible passage because it talks about our glorious future and our hope so if we understand clearly that the glory that we shall inherit and how wonderful it is then we will be willing to suffer uh, temporarily in this earth realm with joy because we have a most glorious future awaiting us in the life uh, to come let's go to Acts chapter 14 and we're going to look at verse 22 Acts chapter 14 verse 22 and it says this confirming the souls of the disciples and exhorting them to continue in the faith and that we must through much tribulation enter into the kingdom of God alright now let me go over to Philippians chapter 1 uh, Philippians chapter 1 Philippians chapter 1 and we're going to read uh, several verses there let's start with verse uh, 3 Philippians chapter 1 I thank my God upon every remembrance of you always in every prayer of mine for you all making request with joy for your fellowship in the gospel from the first day until now and it says being confident of this very thing that he which hath begun a good work in you will perform it unto the day of Jesus Christ verse 7 even as it is meet for me to think this of you all because I have you in my heart inasmuch as both in my bonds and in the defense and confirmation of the gospel you are all partakers of my grace for God is my record how greatly I long after you in the bowels of Jesus Christ verse 9 and this I pray that your love may abound yet more and more in knowledge and in all judgment that you may approve 
things that are excellent that you may be sincere and without offense until the day of Christ being filled with the fruits of righteousness which are by Jesus Christ unto the glory and praise of God okay and now we're going to go over to 2 Corinthians chapter 1 verse 6 2 Corinthians all right chapter 1 verse 6 oh it says here and whether we be afflicted it is for your consolation and salvation which is the effectual which is effectual in the enduring of the same sufferings which also we also suffer and whether we be comforted it is for your consolation and salvation I didn't read that as well as I could have so I'm gonna read it again 2nd Corinthians chapter 1 verse 6 and whether we be afflicted it is for your consolation and salvation which is effectual in the enduring of the same sufferings which we also suffer or whether we be comforted it is for your consolation and salvation alright so there once again are several passages that deal with the fact that suffering is indeed a heavenly a divine gift from God so hopefully this gives you a better understanding of uh, the Christian journey that is not a journey that's simply full of okay I've confessed Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior now my life was going to be um, everything that I hoped it would be in other words there won't be any disappointments there won't be any setbacks there won't be any um, uh, betrayal there won't be any um, difficult times there won't be any uh, points of uh, pain or anguish or sorrow all of that is part of the Christian experience ladies and gentlemen and and if you are always wondering now why things happen to go wrong in your life I mean a lot of it has to do with our own oftentimes uh, poor choices but also it is just part of the lot that we have been given as children of God and is also the cup that we must drink so it is very important that we understand that suffering that we suffer is not as a result necessarily of our sins in as much that oftentimes it is part of the Christian experience that we have to undergo and like I said it is not something that we talk about it is not something that is popular because who wants to suffer we all want to feel good we want everything to go well but the fact of the matter is we are in a world that is sin sick and things cannot simply always go well they're going to be difficult times Jesus himself said in John chapter 16 verse 33 says in this world you shall have tribulation but be of good cheer I have overcome the world praise God so uh, saints of God uh, be willing to endure suffering but the key is to suffer for righteousness sake not to suffer for being an evildoer a sinner a liar a cheater a fornicator an adulterer or anything that is despicable I mean if you're suffering for that reason then you're suffering because of your sins if we suffer for righteousness sake it is well pleasing to God it is a sweet 
smelling aroma in his nostrils and remember what I just read to you in Romans chapter 8 verse 18 it says that the uh, sufferings that we undergo are not to be compared to the glory that will be shown uh, in us you know in the future we have a glorious future so endure the sufferings that we have to undergo now no matter what it is it could be dealing with um, uh, lack of resources it could be dealing with just persecution because we're sharing the gospel with our friends and with our and with strangers it could be that we're dealing with a terminal illness whether we're suffering it ourselves or whether we have a loved one that is suffering from a terminal disease and we know they're not going to live very long very hard to do i understand that we don't want to endure those type of things but once again we are promised that all will be well uh, maybe not in this life but definitely in the life to come so praise god uh, that will end this podcast thank you for listening and uh, god bless you until next time